My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. And we are live for episode 30 of the Oddscast, the big 3-0. I'm Dominic DeLeo alongside Joe DeLara, Terry Takes, producer Corey, doing our COVID-19 coronavirus live stream um, which is recorded and then put on the podcast uh, networks. How are you guys doing today? What year is it? Alive. The year is 2020. Okay. We are like every other sports media um, outlet, podcast, TV station are looking to put together content for you to listen to. Um, there's not a lot of gambling going on as you know, we've talked about and, uh, have discussed in previous episodes, horse racing, really the only thing you can bet on. And if you, um, are good at it, good for you. Um, but I, I sometimes struggle with the ponies as does our resident, um, Gulfstream late pick five player, Terry takes. Yeah. It's been rough. How's it been rough? You haven't hit any. I haven't hit. I hit a trifecta, but that's it. I play the early, I play the late. i start, I wake up Saturday. I say, I'm not going to gamble on horses. And then it's one o'clock and I'm knee deep in some, in some PPs, you know? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like such a good idea and concept. Like you feel really smart when like you're looking at the PPs, you're looking at, you know, a horse, how they're growing the age of the horse, you know, who's the trainer, what the winning percentage is, the jockey and the trainer. Even if you look at some of the, uh, stuff that's, that's out there, like the, um, the, I think it's like the thoroughgraphs and the, what the, what system were we using with the little boxes and the shapes and the squares and circles optics, optics, you feel really cool. You feel like you're on top of the world and you can basically pick them. I felt uh, like, I really felt like, um, what's his name? Billy Bean in the early two thousands, just looking for value and, you know, you know, not the top names, not trying to spend big dollar, not trying to lay, you know, a nine to two, a three, three to five, but, you know, finding the Scott Hatterbergs of, of the horse racing world, you know, <laughs> putting them in my, my P fives and, you know, it's, I haven't even, usually I'm like four out of five, but I've been, I've been, getting like two out of five or three out of five it's been it's not even been close i mean maybe you should um maybe look at another track i guess i just i like the gulf stream that's where all the money is so what we're going to do this episode, um, we're eventually going to do some of the content fillers of our own where we do a, a draft of the best New Jersey foods. We're going to do um, one of the brackets that have been going around because this is pretty much the last week of uh, what would have been March Madness. Um, and everybody puts out brackets of best TV characters, best outcast song, um, things like that. And we're going to do one just because we want to uh, get in on the action. But the really only thing that's been going on outside of Belarusian soccer and horse racing is um, the presidential odds. Today uh, was the day that Bernie Sanders announced that he's suspending his um, presidential campaign, and which means that it's basically a one-on-one Donald Trump versus Joe Biden, um, who basically has the nomination wrapped up in November um, for a one-on-one matchup and the books. I mean, there's a story out there, Joe, you had brought this up about West Virginia, um, immediately putting up, uh, presidential odds and they were being up around for 15 minutes and then taking them down. Yeah. Basically very rapidly. I don't know if it had to do with the fact that when it passed, it was almost at the same time that Bernie dropped out. So that might've impacted what they were doing too. Um, well, so from Darren Ravel of the Action Network, um, which Joe and I are still um, putting that we're writing for them on our on our Twitter handles, um, he says that the reason why the reason why West Virginia pulled it is because the governor uh, found out saying uh, this is a terrible idea. Gambling on the outcome of an election has no place in our American democracy. Not today. Not tomorrow. Not ever. Um, 
That was actually the Secretary of State. The governor said um, the very second I found out about it, I disapproved it because we're not going to do that. We shut it down immediately and we will address it. Isn't that what everyone does when they donate money to presidential elections and tie themselves to candidates and stuff? I mean, at the, you know, if you're a very rich person and can get cabinet positions or favorable outcomes in the executive branch, maybe, but for the the smaller person, you know, this maybe was was the equivalent. You have a good point. Um, so, but offshore books um, are still offering them, so we're going to talk about them. Uh, and we'll go with what FanDuel had originally put up. So 2020 U.S. presidential election winner Donald Trump minus 110, Joe Biden plus 125, Andrew Cuomo, who has been uh, all in the news for his response to the COVID-19 uh, crisis in New York, plus 220, Mike Pence plus 3,500, Hillary Clinton 50 to 1, Nikki Haley 50 to 1, Michelle Obama 100 to 1. Nikki Haley's making the list now. Nikki Haley actually is like a pretty, um, like, you know, she, she's like well liked by the right. Like, I see a lot of tweets saying that, oh, Nikki Haley is going to be a nominee in 2024. Nikki Haley, oh, is going to be, she's going to actually come in and be the VP for Mike Pence. Like, I, I don't know whether it's the Republican, um, trying to, the Republicans trying to get in on uh, having a woman vice president nominee, which they did 2008, didn't really work out for them. But it seems like she's kind of like this intellectual darling of the of the right. We probably should have told our West Virginia listeners to stop listening for this portion. I don't want to get hot water. What do you mean? Well, we live, we're living in, you know, a top town uh, tyrannical system right now where everyone knows where everyone is. I don't want them to get in trouble for listening to anything talking about gambling related to uh, presidential elections. Okay. That's all. <laughs> right now. Thanks. Okay. Go ahead. Thanks for that. Um, I think I, I'm not really, um, I I've said, you know, th- I think that coronavirus really you throw out everything that you've thought originally about how voters will react. Um, because there are polls out there that say that, um, Donald Trump's approval rating in terms of how his response to coronavirus is going is actually above 50%, which has been above his appro- like approval rating as president. So does he get like this tragic crisis bump that we've seen in the past, like with Bush and nine 11? I don't know. Um, it, I think, I mean, I watched this press conference today and he seemed to handle himself actually like a legitimate president. So, I mean, as things get better, the tides could turn. Well, it's like, it's, it's, it's kind of like you reframe the American, um, the way that they look at the president, because it's like, if you set the bar so low, for the first three years. And then it's like the last year's like, Oh, this guy's actually improving. Like he's like, uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe redshirted the first year came in, um, got like a couple minutes in the second year. And then third year he became a starter. And then now he's like, you know, ready to take over the team. It's like, you know, maybe we'll give him another shot. Yeah, maybe. Sorry. I wasn't really listening. I was trying to bet on Nicaragua, Nick, Nicaraguan <laughs> soccer. I got my bet in. I bet on Walter Ferretti. I guess it's one guy versus an entire other team, Real <laughs> Madrid. Madrid, Madrid. Do they? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, they're home. They're on a winning streak. Real's been. Uh, they're they're zero for zero and four, losing four four in a row. So I just had to pop that in before the nine p.m. Uh, kick. So yeah, Trump. What were you saying? I say I say this is a pass until we figure out what happens with the stock market, what happens with the American economy. We could be looking at 15 to 20 percent unemployment. Like, I don't know how that's going to work in terms of voting. Um, this vi- this virus could still be a thing in November. I don't fucking know. So it's like at this point, one to one odds basically for each candidate. Like, what's the point of putting any money on? Them? No, you should wait, especially, you know, um, I think there's a possibility that one or both may not be the the people on the ballot come November. Oh, oh, big as, as they are both in the um, high risk category for the coronavirus. Well, tell me what you were telling me before um, the show. 
reminder about, about the offerings. The as, as a guy that as a guy that went to sleep on Thursday and woke up Friday morning and then got locked out of his work computer because he forgot his password in the midst of a 12 of 12 hours. I might need a little reminding of what we talked about before this show. The, co- the COVID-19 offerings at the offshore books. Oh, yes. Uh, on five dimes uh, right now, they're offering uh, COVID-19 uh, odds. The only bet to be had is will Donald Trump test positive for coronavirus? Yes is almost at 10 to 1, um, and no is about minus 2,000. So the test, it's based on his third public test taken between uh, April 3rd and April 30th, and the results need to be announced before May 1st. What do you think? I think if Trump gets coronavirus, he's not going to tell anybody. I don't think we'll ever know. It'll be an FDR situation where no one knew he had polio. <laughs> I mean, it's the offering. What? It's a very funny offering. Like I, I, it's it's just so funny to see sports books try and scramble for like getting people to actually bet money. It's like there's really nothing. Like it, it's it's really funny there's no i can't do anything but just throw my hands up in the air and say this is funny like i wish it wasn't the case i'm sad about it but like if you have to bet on donald trump to get coronavirus um then maybe it's something you got to do no i mean you can bet on russian table tennis if you want (laughs) i i mean give me another week and i'm probably be an expert the only other thing I will say that's kind of like gambling, that's that's uh, actually it is gambling. Um, that's not actual sports gambling offered by a sports book. It's actually very legal. It's been illegal for a long time is the stock market. I thought you were going to say dog fighting. <laughs> I mean, you see uh, you see Portnoy on Barstool, like losing a million dollars a day on uh, his his day trading that he's trying to pick up. I know that Terry's been looking at the markets. I know that Joe's been looking at the markets. What do you guys think? Do you think we're going? We're still going up. We're going down. What's the floor? What's the ceiling? I don't even know. I like. I feel like I'm in outer space, and there's no gravity pulling on me right now. Um, I don't know whether to buy things, to sell high? things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But I do keep wanting to buy whenever I see the prices dip. Um, but I think the main thing is, you know, uh, try to collect some profits when you can, but stay, uh, stay strong in your positions, you know, do your own research. I think that Joe might be high off of the fed propping up the markets by doing unlimited quantitative easing, which is a ridiculous, um, proposition where they can actually buy assets. Um, and they've been rapidly buying prices to prop them up um, so people don't spiral and panic sell. And I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't know in you know a month from now when we still have 20% unemployment, whether there's going to be a giant 401k sell-off. Um, I don't know whether people are just going to catch on to it. I don't know if we hit hyperinflation with the Fed spending so much money. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a really incredible time to be alive and, and just to watch how the world and how the U S markets are responding to this pandemic. I have a question. Yes. Uh, do you think if our country were to go through hyperinflation, we'd get better at math as a unit? I think we might switch to the metric system finally. No, I don't want to learn anything new though. Not that I really, you know, learn to code Joe. Oh, so much, so complicated. I just, I, I just wish everything was in like increments of forty fives. Then I understand, like forty five pound plates, gym. Oh, or minus one tenths. <laughs> I know twenty two dollars wins back twenty dollars. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, like that's not a bad system. Like the yeah. odds system, American odds. Oh, yeah, I feel like the stock market needs to rebrand in that way. Just like these dollar figures, you know, start throwing some, start throwing some odds on there. Yeah, like will Tesla be above three hundred fifty? Yes or no? One of my friends has a book that has stuff like that. 
What's the book? Would you want like, to elaborate, or is that the end of your story? Like, you can bet on whether you can bet on whether or not like a, like a stock is going to close above or below like a certain number. Isn't that just option trading? I guess, but like, <laughs> so you didn't have an account. You didn't have an account, and all you had was a sports book. <laughs> you could do it that way. <laughs> I, I dabbled in options trading and I'm not again. <laughs> I I mean, I my my accounts are locked and loaded. I've just been sitting on the sidelines, but uh, I'm gonna I might I don't know. I might start doing a day of Portnoy and just live streaming me lose money. <laughs> it's like our friend our buddy, uh, I'm not gonna say his name, but he was he was so proud of his day trading. It's like I'm making so much money, and then he bought this Chinese coffee company that was uh it was like laka coffee or something and then he uh he woke up one morning and it was down 80 percent pre-market because the coo was cooking the books and he said he, he's like my my career as a day trader has lasted five days luck and coffee that's it was called scary. like, and this is like, this is like, I'm so used to these kind of stories, like being, um, a hardened crypto person in the 2017 rise and fall. Like I don't blink an eye at like 8% dips, 10% dips. I don't blink yeah. an eye at 5%, 6% raises. But like this story about luck and coffee being the Chinese Starbucks <laughs> is so, uh, <laughs> So like early ICO frenzy cryptocurrency to me, um, but apparently, Luck and Coffee fabricated three million dollars, and they were basically just doing fake orders to show how much they were uh, they were selling to become the next Starbucks of China, and then people were jumping in on the stock, and like our like our buddy. And now the stock ended at four four dollars, and it went from twenty seven dollars on March thirty first oh to God. six 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 dollars and forty cents on April second. <laughs> sounds like a buy, buy low. Yeah, it sounds like uh, when you know, like when you bought uh, United the other day. I actually made some money on United. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. Before we, before we cut to break, is there anything you think the government should differently in terms of handling the response to coronavirus? We really have nothing to talk about. What did you? Yeah, you cut out. You didn't. You you have terrible reception in your mountain bunker. I'm saying, do you think the federal government should be doing anything differently in response to coronavirus? Joe, I don't. I don't really know. I'm not an expert, uh, but I guess just maybe trying to man, like trying to probably put out like more clean and concise information is probably the best thing that could be done. Um, I don't know how like necessary, so to speak, these like daily, hour long press conferences are, but. I think it could be better if, you know, we had uh, maybe a little bit more guidance, a little bit more information or highlights from the doctors about what uh, to do to protect yourself. So you want to cut the hour long press conferences where Dr. Fauci talks, but then you also want more guidance from doctors telling you what to do. <laughs> like I really like I basically really just want to hear from doctors. OK. <laughs> Makes more sense. With like a little bit of commentary about Joe Exotic. So, okay. Terry. Uh, I think we should. Oh, more charts. Sorry. What? I want more charts and I want more number comparisons because we were testing. We weren't testing before and now we are. So it's good for the shock value. Yeah. Uh, um, I think we're on the right track now getting our hospitals. Uh, funded with PPEs, uh, but I would like to see less bailing out large corporations so I can buy their stocks cheaper. But also, it makes no sense. Like, how are all these? How are all these 
place is failing after like three weeks of inactivity. Because they spent all their money on stock buybacks. So I know. They, they, don't, they don't prepare for the rainy day. They're trying to chase that next quarter's earnings. I know. That's I hate stock buybacks. They should be unconstitutional. Constitutional I agree with that. Um, I think we should have shut the country down earlier. I think we should shut it down like for basically a month, like, no, no, basically all payments are frozen right now. We're in this like middle period where we're not doing anything and, you know, we're not testing enough people. And now we're just going to prolong the crisis even more. That's the point of flattening the curve. I know, but we're not doing enough. Like you still can go out and like, just hang around. Yeah. But like, what do you want? What do you want to happen? I want all stores closed besides uh, grocery stores, banks, and hospitals. I mean, and liquor stores. And liquor yeah. stores. Jeez, dude. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, but uh, I mean, this is America, man. It's a, a full lockdown. It's never going to happen. Well, that's that's the issue. So then we're going to have three, four months of this when we could have only had two. Yeah, but that's what we sign up for when we're in America, and we—that's a trade-off of freedom—is that you can't you can't make people do what you want them to do because they always want their freedom. So, I mean, for the government to say you can't leave your home for that long, it's never going to happen. And to say that we should have done something earlier never would have happened because there's no way in hell Americans would have just sat in their home and not gone out if they didn't see anything going wrong or they didn't know anyone that was affected by the virus. So. I agree. I agree. But there's a difference between what I think should have happened and it's never going to happen. That's all I'm saying. Corey's raising his hand. Go ahead. Uh, if there were to be some sort of order <laughs> locked us in place, would New Hampshire be exempt because they agreed to live free or die? Exactly. No, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Good yes, point. they would. That's okay, I think. Who is that, John Henry? No. Who said that? Live free or die? Wasn't that the... Walter White. Honestly, if we all just like take a quick bath in the blood of Christ, we'll be all fine. So <laughs> the solution here that is being avoided by everyone. That's and true. accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and attend a mega church within the next 12 to 14 hours. You'll be fine. Fair. Very fair. Cool. All right. Um, we're going to take one thing. Like, have you been, um, have you been calling some of those Jesus hotlines and asking them if this is like the reckoning? No. And I probably should have been, uh, you know, recording some sessions of Corey calls Christians, uh, <laughs> because I have nothing else to do. And I mean, I want to get how many of them on the record saying that these are the end times. Cause I'm yeah, sure a good portion think that. I was going to say, I think, that the, I think that the listeners would really like this content. I mean, uh, fair moment. I'll call them up this week, give you guys a little taste. Yeah. Please do. It I is just, the Easter week. It is true. Uh, i just like to apologize to all the hi- history buffs out there. I know there's a lot that listen, and before we get your angry letters, uh, it was Founding Father Patrick Henry who said, give me liberty or give me death. That's what I was thinking of, not John Henry. I don't – that's – who is John Henry? There had to be one. I mean, it's a very, it sounds like a very common name, but. I think that's definitely in a School of Rock song. Should have known that one. Yeah. So I apologize to all you history buffs out there. Um, We'll be better. Be better. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do our New Jersey foods draft. We're going to do a bracket and then we're going to pods and recs, maybe a little meme museum and see you off. Stay tuned. Episode 30, 3 0. Daniel, take them out of here. Book them. All right, and we are back. We are about to do our New Jersey Foods Draft. This will be a three-round draft. We have been discussing how we are going to decide who drafts first. It'll be a snake draft, like always. Um, I said we should do who's lived in New Jersey the longest, but that basically just comes down to age. Well, would you, like, would you subtract if you go out of if you go to college out of state? Do I have to? Do you subtract? Yes. Oh. Well, then it's not just no, age. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I've been a little weird. 
<laughs> anyway, I found a wheel online, and uh, I can click to spin it. We each have equal quarters of this wheel. Um, Are you sure about that? I think. Well, I don't know if they're quarters, but they're equal. Well, so we have to spin um, this thing three times? I guess so, yeah. Because I'll take whoever's out. Like, <laughs> all right. Okay. I'm going to click. Okay. I'm going to click. Yeah, sure. Oh, it's got sound. Come on, baby. Fuck me up, fam. Oh, uh, what? All right. So Corey is first. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, bookmark that one. Right. I'll be using that a lot. Corey's first. Do I want to be the last here, or do I want to, like... Is this a snake draft? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. All right. Next, we have Terry. Nice. Oh, Love that. Terry has been that. removed. Wow. They got oh, the colors mixed up here. Holy shit. Oh, give me the last. Uh, and a classic pivot uh, by Dom there. All right. Oh, Dom is last. Dominic with the power turn. All right. Corey, number one. Favorite New Jersey foods, three round draft. Go ahead. You know it's coming. It's Taylor fucking ham. Can't live without it. If you're from New Jersey and you don't like it, you are removed forcibly if necessary. Uh, you know, you're in or you're out. On the greatest fucking meat. Uh, this earth has ever seen and kept in one location. So I'm going with Taylor Ham. Terry, there's Fair. a one pick here. I don't know what that is. Terry, there's a there's an obvious pick here. I know what he's gonna do. If Joe doesn't beat him to it. I mean, I know what you think I'm gonna do. Um I will I will ex I mean I mean, I don't know what Taylor Ham is, so I, you know, I can't, I can't help you there. Um, but, but, you know, it, it sounds interesting. It seems like a reach at the first pick. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna surprise, I'm gonna surprise some folks out there. I'm going New Jersey thin crust pizza, nice bar pie, New Jersey bar pie. Okay. Ooh. It is delicious. I'm thinking like a Pete Nelda's. I'm thinking a Vicks and Bradley Beach. You know, it's it it's got everything everything you want and more. It's not like a heavy piece of pizza. It's a nice thin, uh, heavy emphasis on the cheese on the crust. Mm, delicious. No, like there's that. there's no no pizza better in the world than in New Jersey. I mean, it's good enough to get into the opening credits of The Sopranos. Yeah. So. Definitely. All right, so um, I'm going to be going with uh, something. I've never really seen them. I've never seen them out of state, so I'm going to assume uh, that they are a New Jersey specialty here. I can't wait to hear um, what this is. I'm going to be going with fat sandwiches. So I think the fat sandwiches are something that you can see at a lot of uh, New Jersey colleges. Obviously, Rutgers is famous for them. This is uh, such an amateur. I can't believe that the fucking guy who went to like a non-Rutgers college picks a fat sandwich. A and B, he doesn't even have his own favorite fat sandwich. <laughs> no, I do. I do. So we had because uh, the right answer there is a fat Daryl, which is chicken fingers, French fries, mozzarella sticks, marinara sauce. Listen, Sounds pretty you can good. do whatever you want with your last pick here, Dom, but you can't take fat sandwiches. So uh, we got them here. Uh, I don't really advise eating them that often because they're terrible for you. But uh, I think that they had to make Riveting, this list. Riveting and, uh, endorsement. Why did you pick it? <laughs> yeah. They have to make the list. They're a top New Jersey food. Whether you want to eat them or not, you're going to eat them on occasion. So I tossing those bad boys in there. This is a this is a terrible reach. Not even on my board. Um, Let me try I, to give this pick. I can't. Has any one of you guys tried the challenge at Rutgers? No, um, I had a friend. I had a friend that did it. Yeah. So the 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 legend is back when the grease trucks were still a thing and didn't you know pave paradise, put up a parking lot, put up a huge fucking. Uh, apartment building and took the fat, uh, the fat sandwich trucks away, the grease trucks as they were so 
aptly known uh, my sophomore year at Rutgers. But uh, the the legend is is that if you can eat five fat sandwiches in one sitting of your own um, creation, so you can put anything you want on it, um, then they would name the fat sandwich after you. Yeah. Never heard that. I saw it happen once. It was nuts. Did you? Here in high school, yeah. And uh, we drove down, and this kid who probably weighed less than 140 pounds, shit you not, he was like Kobayashi. (laughs) (laughs) Saw him eat two. We're like, oh, wait a minute now. He's still going. So we just kind of pulled up. We all finished eating and just kept watching. It was it was magnificent. Um, I You're as much here. as much as I love the idea of fat sandwiches, I don't think I had one past my freshman year of college. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's yeah. just seems necessary. Yeah, I had one like terrible years ago. But the but the fat Daryl is the best one. There's also one that had an egg on it and like gyro meat. That one was pretty good. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, I was a fan of the gyro meat in my fat sandwiches. Okay, yeah, we're getting off track here because Joe picked something that you don't you eat once in your life. <laughs> but you're gonna eat it. His first pick. All right, I'll go with something that you don't uh, that you do eat more than once in your life, and uh, I'll wait. I'll, I'll prepare for Corey's pushback on this. But I'm going with a pork roll, egg, and cheese. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Time out. I'm not what? You, you picked Taylor Ham. I'm not pushing back on what you called it. I'm pushing back on the specific dish. I picked the meat. No, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. So uh, it's, a, it's, a pork roll, it's a pork roll, egg, and cheese on a toasted bagel. I prefer uh, it with ketchup. Can't toast yeah. the bagel. Amateur yeah. move. Uh, no, getting it on a bagel is an amateur move. You got to get it on a roll. Bagels yeah. are overrated. Yeah, we got to get yeah. a roll. Bagels are empty calories. You're shaming by fat sandwiches. Look at yourself with your bagel. All right. Uh, and, and, I, and, I, and you called me on the semantics. I was hoping to get pork roll on the way back. People oh, no, no shot. Ticket. Yeah. Shot. Yeah. No shot. So, peace. Corey, is that what you thought I was going to do, Corey? Because that's what I was thinking yeah. about doing. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I thought you were going to do. I thought you were going to do t- pork rolls the next pick. Yeah, uh, pizza's, too, pizza's too good here to let that go, though, to argue about semantics. Pizza. Yeah. For those at home, keep the score. I am going to do my favorite. I need some lactate pills when I have this. Um, but my favorite boardwalk treat. Knew that was coming. Is a Core Brothers orange and vanilla ice cream custard twist it's oh, just called it it's just called the swirl man you just go with the original swirl all right whatever you want to call it, that's my second pick you, you noob so i uh i tend to di- i disagree i don't i can't take lactate my i have an allergy um so uh i grew up I disagree. In- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I grew up in uh, the Monmouth County area and uh, in my backyard uh, on the beach in the boardwalk, uh, one of the more common places was the lighthouse. And I would rip strollos, get some Italian ice. It was a nice summer treat that I could have. And I'm going to tack on uh, strollos, Italian ice right on there. Um, I think the nice combo is you get a little cherry. Um, and then maybe if you want to dabble with some raspberry, if you don't mind uh, your tongue being a little blue. Um, but big fan with a lighter summer treat and you know what? It stays colder longer. Um, cause it's ice, you know, it's not, uh, it's not that dairy. You don't feel as bloated afterwards. And, uh, you know, you're not going to have to take those lactate pills, Dom. So mine is the people's choice. Everybody can have it. Which is what? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you Italian ice. All right. I'm just saying Italian ice. Yeah, that was incredibly long and confusing. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, man, I wonder, do you, would I have gotten pizza this late? I don't know. I think Dom would have scooped you. If not. I, I don't know. Those dairy-hating sons of bitches. I know. It's, it's very, very frustrating. Um, what I'm going to go with, with, the second pick in this or the third pick in the second round 
Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little tied up here. There are a lot of options I'm looking at on my, on my big board. Um, but I think it's, it's a, I, I think I gotta go, I gotta go with it. Uh, it's a night drinking. You're out late. Fuck. Fuck. You, go, you go to the diner, you get, you get an order of disco fries. Uh, oh, good choice. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's, it's some French fries. It's a little brown gravy you got some moats on there some place some diners you know mix it up there are little variations here and there you got to try them all but it's just the perfect combination of you know fries just grease cheese gravy oh chef's kiss it's the new jersey version of poutine we we you're up i'm screwed now uh, I thought I had my final two picks lined up like two death blows. Uh, so I'll just get the good one right out of the way and I'll just die on my last pick. Uh, cheese ball steaks unlimited specifically. Oh, you know Fried cheese, baby. Nothing better, uh, especially when you're hammered uh, or hungover. I think they're a cure. Um, so we found one. Let everybody know. Oh, fuck my last pick. Our hot dogs are banging. I think we make an executive move and we're going four rounds, so you'll get another pick. Yeah. <laughs> Go for right. it. Well, I'm going hot dogs. If you haven't been to Rut's Hut, you're not a resident here as far as I'm concerned. Get your ass to Rut's Hut and pay, like, I think it's 50 cents a hot dog. Yeah, I went there once. It was okay. That's southern stubbornness they always talk about. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, so you went, uh, what was your prick before that? Oh my God. What is happening? What is going on here, bro? So is it me? No. I mean, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. No, so, it's my turn, dude. Uh, oh yeah. Fuck. What? So you went, <laughs> Yo, what is going on over there? <laughs> so you went, what was the pick before that? Uh, you went Red Hut and what Jeez, else? Balls. Cheese balls. Fucking cheese balls. Cheese balls. Oh, touch my cheese balls. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to go with, man, there are so many options left, left on the table here. Um, but it's, it, 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 it really boils down to, you know, what you grew up eating and, you know, what, what, what shaped you as a young child, what shaped your diet? Um, and I think I have to go with a nice, a nice juicy, maybe beachside, uh, submarine sandwich. You know, you got the Italian, you got the Turkey and provolone with the juices. Uh, it's, it's it doesn't get any better than a nice a nice sub in New Jersey. You got Jersey Mike's, the chain that's taken over America, and it you know the secret is that in New Jersey we know how to make bread, and bread makes a sandwich. Everyone knows that. You can have the best ingredients in the world and the worst bread, and the sandwich sucks. So I mean, it's just a staple. I think that we take for granted how good the sandwiches we have in New Jersey. And you know the nice, nice submarine sandwich. Um, right. do you buy into the uh, the notion that our bread's better somehow because of our water supply? Yes. That's so why Anheuser Busch puts their bud plant in New Jersey because of water. We're we're living on the fountain of youth here. All right. So uh, I I just I like I like or fuck. Let me write that down. Fifty minutes and forty. Yeah. So I like uh, Terry also enjoy a nice sandwich, um, but I'm going to be looking at a particular sandwich here. Um, it was one that, you know, we all had or a lot of us shared um, right before the bar exam and uh, went to Harold's and got a nice, huge pastrami sandwich. Um, you get well, that sandwich obviously does not have the proper amount of bread. Um, but you can go to the bread bar, you grab that, you grab the kosher dill pickles. Um, so I'm going to say a Harold's pastrami sandwich. Um, just love it. A great amount of meat, 
Um, really gives you a lot of sustenance. You can feed a couple grown men, and then you still have some leftovers. So love that. Um, it's a great experience, great opportunity, uh, and uh, highly recommend. Harold's Pastrami Sandwiches. So your third pick of favorite New Jersey food is Harold's New York Deli Restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least my this is the guy. This is the guy who picked fat sandwiches and couldn't name his own fat sandwich. Just, just I wanted to clarify. Anyway, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, I'm going with um, a sandwich. So I, I have. Are we doing two rounds here? Are we doing? Yeah, four? you have two picks. Okay. So I got a breakfast with the pork roll, egg, and cheese. I got a dessert with the Core Brothers. Um. I'm going to get a lunch dinner kind of thing here. I think it's actually very refreshing um, because it has some Russian dressing on it. And it is a New Jersey style sloppy Joe with the three pieces of bread. You, you put don't have some... Wikipedia page, Dom. No, I'm, I love it. I really do. And it's, I usually get mine with turkey. It has some coleslaw on it, some Russian dressing. I think it's great. Okay. It's very, it's very, uh, it's very refreshing. It's very refreshing if you haven't had one. It's great. I love it. So that's going to be my third pick. That was on my list. That was on my list. It's a good pick. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what the rest of the world is doing. The rest of the country's doing with those beef sloppy joes with the extra sloppy. That stuff is disgusting. Um, the real way to do it is the triple decker sloppy joe with the coleslaw. Um, <laughs> So I am going with my last pick. Um, I'm in between two, but I'll do one because one is more um, universal. And uh, I'm going to go with another boardwalk treat. And I actually, a lot of people don't like this, but I actually really enjoy it. And it's uh, some saltwater taffy. Okay, good. Fair. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Not on my list. Don't really like it, but I like it. I know, I know it gets a bad rap. I know people say it's like you know pretty chewy, flavorless, um, but uh, I like it. It's it's a good way to pass the time. Okay, respect, sure. respect, Joe. Um, so, uh, my my last thing was also a uh, boardwalk treat. Um, you will also see it at uh, some fairs and events like that. Um, I'm a big fan of funnel cake, and uh, I think it's something that you can share with people. Um, you know, you don't really want a lot of it, but uh, the flavors are really great. Uh, give me all of the fucking powdered sugar all over that, and uh, it's it's like a heart attack on a plate in a good way. Um, and I'm a fan, so I'm going to go with funnel cake here. Like your last pick, I fail to see how this is a New Jersey food. Yeah, it just seems like a state fair Indiana food. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's a boardwalk thing. Ever tell you guys about the time I worked at the state fair? <laughs> yeah, at the metal? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't eat oh, that. Blind people. Yeah, I don't. How is this New Jersey specific? You picked two restaurant foods and <laughs> funnel cake. I don't know. I think you get it on the boardwalk when you're there, you know? Like you go down to Point Pleasant or Wildwood or some shit like that, and you get a little bit of funnel cake action. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, I guess I, I will go. Um, I mean, keeping, I, I was honorable mention for me is going to be boardwalk fries. I was really thinking about boardwalk fries, but I already have disco fries and I, that's a very starch heavy in today's environment of staying inside, you know, want to have a heart attack. Um, uh, there's, we'll go through some other honorable mentions, um, some very classic New Jersey, New Jersey foods, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it back to, you know, something I enjoy, um, as a nice little add on. Um, usually you can get it in a combination, you know, you, you look at the house, the, the specialties on the menu and it's, it's always, it's always part of, you know, you got your eggs, you got your potatoes, but then, you know, always you always look for the the diner breakfast that throws in you know a short stack of pancakes so i'm taking diner pancakes as my fourth pick um you know getting pancakes on their own is never a great idea because it's just you know it just doesn't do it for you but like a nice side dish of diner pancakes they're bigger than your face they come with a little a nice big scoop of butter 
you have you have the little the little thing of fake maple syrup. You have flow waiting on you, refilling your coffee. You probably drink like six cups of coffee. I mean, honorable mention, diner coffee. Um, just you know, New Jersey diners know how to make pancakes, uh, and uh, it's a great it's a great you know eleven eleven a.m. hangover meal. You got your you got your pork while egg and cheese, and you know you you grab you grab a side of pancakes, and you're you're set for the day. I get that. I'm gonna go with mussels and marinara sauce. I like to get it with my pizza. It's a nice, refreshing, pescatarian-friendly meal that I think is probably best in this state. I've never, I've had it in other states. Can't get that sauce right. Again, probably the water and the tomatoes. We are the garden state. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure your uh, your muscles up and down the Atlantic coast don't vary too much. Um, but I think it tastes better here. I think yeah. it's like us. So a nice little addition to your pizza order if you're ordering with a bunch of uh, bunch of folks. Mm-hmm. Um, not too heavy. We have a over that uh, in there. We had no fish dishes yet, so. Yeah, mussels and marinara sauce. I uh, I choked on a mussel um, at my friend's second grade birthday party. During, was it a penis? During the prayer. I was in second grade, you Sandusky fuck. <laughs> you went to a Catholic school. <laughs> you went to a Christian school. Christian school, different than Catholic. Yes, only the priest. It was, uh, it was uh, my buddy... My ski buddy, Danger Dan's birthday party, his mom got very mad because I ate during the prayer and I choked on a muscle. Well, you know, you shouldn't have That was literally God's will. Um, yeah. I was covered in God's blood, a.k.a. marinara sauce. <laughs> a few, you know, a few things left on my big board. A draft regret. I feel like I should have went pork roll at the, at the two pick, but I'll take – I like – I think crust pizza works for me. Left on my big board, I had boardwalk fries, vodka sauce just in general. Put it on anything. Um, in Manhattan by a yeah. uh, restaurant. Uh, I think New Jersey's co-opted it at this point. Uh, sausage and peppers. Uh, and a nice little sausage and pep sandwich on the boardwalk. And uh, New Jersey corn. New Jersey's great corn. Yeah, the corn actually probably would have been on mine. I only had – the only other thing on my big board was uh, Johnson's caramel popcorn. Interesting. I kind of regret just not putting protein shakes on mine, you know, for all the BPL guys out there. You just, you just, I, I don't, yeah, the, your list just makes no sense. Joe, you execute this, this draft, like it committed a war crime. All right. To recap, Corey, Taylor ham, cheese ball, steak, hot dog, mussels, marinara, Terry, New Jersey bar pie, disco fries, sub sandwich, or if you're from the South, a hoagie diner pancakes. Joe, fat sandwiches, Italian ice, Harold's New York pastrami sandwich, funnel cake. I had pork leg and cheese, core brothers, orange twist, sloppy Joe, saltwater taffy. That is the New Jersey food draft. We will post it on our socials. Let us know what we missed. But for now, we move on to Meme Museum. And uh, with nothing really going on, the memes are very hot right now. I don't know what you think about the overall meme. Um meme just i don't know culture very strong right now strong memes out there you got the uh choose three which we posted yesterday our our three sports books i mean if you don't pick points bet FanDuel, and DraftKings, i mean what are you doing and Uh, uh, i I saw i saw choose your quarantine choose your quarantine home going around um but what are, what are some of your favorite memes going around right now? Um, I like the uh, the dancing coffin guy. It's not really I – I don't know if you would want to call it a meme or it's like a video, but uh, it'll transition from like somebody like doing something dumb and then you have – I don't even know what nationality it is, uh, but they're all like walking with a casket over their shoulders and then there's this great beat behind it. Corey, you got to put it in here somewhere. And then uh, it, they're dancing with his coffin. It's it's a fantastic meme. 
uh, just showing like, oh yeah, like this is dead or this person's dead or whatever it is. But great meme. It would be like if we cut all of Joe's picks from that draft and then at the end <laughs> this video, that's me. I'm probably going to be on our Instagram account by Friday. <laughs> See, I told you I'd find it. It's um, great. It's great. The one that's been also uh, hitting a lot recently is uh, this MF spitting. <laughs> that's oh, a great one. Because you're seeing, like, you know, someone describing washing your hands or staying clean or staying away from people. And, like, the next picture is, like, you know, Dr. Fauci just like, oh, man, this motherfucker's spitting. It's great. I love it. It's very, very uh, usable in all aspects of life. I saw one and it was like, um, mask off's going to hit different uh, when this when the road is over. So can't wait for that to be the theme song again, like maybe in the fall. I'll stop. When, uh, what's the over-under on when the, the first night out at the bars is going to be? Uh, July 4th. Oh, my God. July 2021. I'll die. You'll die from corona or from drinking? Probably cirrhosis. drinking. Probably cirrhosis. What's the, what's the cirrhosis? Uh, Are you guys drinking oh, more or less? Now? More. Wait, I'm definitely drinking almost every night. Yeah. What's uh, your uh, what's your go to? Like, have you like? Because normally, like, I like to just drink whiskey all the time. But now that I feel like man, you're yeah. hitting me on like random days, I feel like I need to mix it up more often. So, well, like, let's let's got? let's move this let's move this to uh, Posit Rex. Give your drink recommendations. Okay, Joe, you're up. You're like, talking. You were just talking, Joe. You were just talking about that. So, well, I'm looking for advice here. I'm wondering, like, what do you guys, what are you guys drinking now? Or like, are you guys trying to expand on your bartending games here? Like, what are we doing here? I'll go first. Okay. I have been um, doing a, I have been, I've been doing some maraschino cherries um, in the whiskey, which is good. But my recommendation, it's my crisis drink. Churchill drank it. It's a nice old gin and tonic. Fantastic. Good, Rick. Ooh, that's a when good one. When I'm at the bar, that's usually my go-to. When I'm getting getting spiced up, I like it. It's I my crisis drink. When the world when the world is crashing around you, just like the world is crashing around Winston Churchill. Um, big Churchill guy. I think a lot of men are Churchill guys. I was trying to I was talking to my girlfriend the other day and I couldn't figure out the female equivalent of Winston Churchill. Like Kim who, Kardashian, like, maybe. Who walks around? Like, who walks around is like I'm a big Winston Churchill guy. People who want power. <laughs> who the fuck knows anything about Winston Churchill? He smoked cigars and fucking was a general. World War Two. Yeah, because he fucked up in World War One. Saved the world. But that's my that's my recommendation. Gin and tonic. Prefer Bombay, but can do Tanqueray also. Do you believe that it has something to do with the Christmas in your mouth uh, feeling that you get? That's some sort of calming, calming effect on you. It's like earthy. Reminds you of like that. You know, life is life is. Uh, you know, we're all just yeah. earth. We're all just matter. Junipers. They just ground you in that, in reality like that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, gin and tonics taste like shit. <laughs> I kind of like just gin and tonic. Um, it tastes like a pure ever really. All right, who's next? You guys think gin martinis the way they're supposed to be made? Do I look like I'm 90 years old? <laughs> no, but you like old shit like that sometimes. You're weird. I mean, I don't know what you look like. I don't. I don't drink gin. Gin has a nasty spell, though. You know that could. It, it, it's one of those alcohols that could be responsible for a riot. All right, who's yeah. next? Okay. I mean, look it up. It's science. I, I'll, I'll recommend the drink here. Like, I mean, I, I recommend, uh, doing like, I like to just drink my whiskey on the rocks. Um, I think it keeps you in a position where if you just have the bottle, 
uh, and like you put it in like a coarse skull or something like that with the ice, so it'll stay cold. Uh, that's a good option. Um, it also keeps you from feeling bloated. Um, you don't necessarily have to leave the couch that often either. Um, so I do like that. If it's if that's just a little bit too strong for you, you can always toss a little bit of a ginger ale, or I'd recommend diet ginger ale at the stage of the game. Um, you know, your steps are probably down. You want to watch those cows. Uh, so you know, a little bit of diet ginger ale. Uh, if you have a lime, a little bit of lime, and uh, some whiskey. So I would maybe either I would either do bullet bourbon or uh, your like bullet rye is fine uh, for a whiskey or a Maker's Mark. That's what I would recommend. Really easy, really simple, and uh, anybody can do it. Wow, whiskey for skinny antisocials. I mean, Corey, am I going or are you going? You go. Okay, I've been drinking what's ever been around me. I like the same crisis just now. It depends what I'm in the mood for. You know, some days I want to drink some vino, some red wine. You know, maybe I'm making Italian. Maybe I'm making some chicken parm, some mussels, mussels marinara. Or, you know, if I'm, if I want some beer, I'll drink a nice IPA. Maybe I drink a lot of Corona lights. They're just, they go down like water. There might be my, they might have surpassed Miller light as my favorite beer. They just, I just love Corona lights now. I don't know. You know, mm. I just ordered something. It's going to be delivered tomorrow. Uh, right now I'm drinking a Moscow mule, a little vodka, a little ginger beer. Um, haven't dabbled in the whiskey yet in during the quarantine. I've tried. Wow. To, yeah, I know. Um, but you know, maybe soon, maybe a little old fashioned, um, uh, maybe, maybe on the rocks, maybe with, with some Coke. I don't know. It depends. It just, it, you know, you know, the clock strikes, I don't know. It depends on the day. I'll say six thirty for work purposes. Uh, you know, clock strikes six thirty, and it's like, what do I want to drink today? What am I going to eat for dinner? So, you know, I have no recommendation. My recommendation that I have perfected and that people have seen me make via Zoom uh, is a little OJ Marg. It's got. Uh, I'll give you the recipe off the top of my head. It's two and a half ounces of tequila. I use Casamigos. Uh, then we go an ounce and a half of triple sec we go an ounce of lime juice three ounces of orange juice mix it up don't forget the smile um pour it into a glass over ice you know salt on the rim you know if you want top it off with a lime looks very beautiful very pleasing to the eye put me on bar rescue it did look that um I'm having a hard time recommending anything. Uh, the only thing I would recommend is make sure you have hangover provisions. Um, you know, uh, your doomsday package, because if you're going to be getting after it a couple nights, it might get away from you one of those nights. And the next day, you got to bounce back. Um, unless it's a Sunday, in which case, who gives a shit? But it's nice to get out of bed, at least on Sundays once. So... You know, keep something sugary around. Keep something greasy around. Keep some carbs around. Joe, every, everything Joe told you to do, do the total opposite. And at least prepare yourself to cure your own hangover because it will come and it will be nastier. I am of the mind that because we're moving around less but drinking like – I wouldn't say the exact same because I definitely drank more when I was mobile. Um, like more what? Alcohol? Or? Yeah. You're not burning oh. it up as much. Uh, I think your liver's doing a lot more overtime work, and uh, you're paying the price for it the next morning. So get what you need in preparation for your drinking, whatever your drink of choice might be. Yeah, I mean, the one Thursday I went heavy on the marks. I had to take naps in between my conference calls on Friday. Uh, (laughs) So I would just – I would just – I would wake up, get on a call, and sleep until my next call. It was not my most productive day. Is there something you wish you had to parry that that day? Uh, French fries. Disco go. fries and pizza, but maybe a sub sandwich, and then finish it off with a little diner pancake. Um, I have a couple other recommendations. I don't know if we're just only doing drink recommendations here. No, we're only but, doing drinks. 
You spur. I mean, yeah, save him. I guess. Go fuck yourself, oh. Joe. Well, <laughs> did he just um, hang up? <laughs> <laughs> He's right there. What are you talking? About? <laughs> All right, bye, Joe. Yeah, no, I'm right here. Episode thirty. Hopefully, we find Joe. <laughs> Wait, I'm here. Joe, Joe's gone. What a shame. What a, that sucks, man. Yeah, he just bounced. Joe, I can't believe he just left. <laughs> he just didn't want to be here anymore. He's pretty pissed. All right, episode 30. I'll see you guys next week. All right, yeah, maybe Joe will be back. We're not sure. If, yeah, we're not sure if he'll be back. But Is he staying in the RV? See you on the other side. All right, that's a wrap. That was it was a bit, Joe. I knew you were there the whole time.